there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. <clears throat> I'm Salty. I'm Cam. What was that little cough you thin? <laughs> Just from before. You had so much time to cough beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just thought I'd prank you. Yeah, good, good, good prank. Good yeah, prank. that's enough pranks for today, I think, mate. Mm-hmm. Podcast about conspiracies. How is everyone today? Oh, did you not say the tagline? I did. Yeah. Okay, you just wanted to reiterate. I'm just getting us back on track. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I derailed us way earlier today. <laughs> no, we normally derailed at the intro. I'm good. To answer your question, Cam, mm-hmm. how are you? Good. Have you had a busy morning? I have. Got yeah. up and baked, went to the market. I bet you, bet you did. I didn't get stoned. <laughs> I actually baked bread. Mm-hmm. Sourdough. That's what I call it. These, <laughs> that's what the kids call it these days. Excellent. Got on the sourdough. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Cam? Busy morning? Uh, yeah, I've already been on one podcast today. All right. Look, so, this, this I mean, podcast, man. Yeah. I'm primed to podcast. So yeah. I, was on, I was on Well May We Say. What's Well May We Say? It's a podcast about Australian politics. Ooh. Full of hot of course, he wasn't going to pick up on the quote. Obviously, no. Was that an Australian politician quote? Yeah, well, may we say about it on the podcast? It's on the podcast. Oh, okay, I don't it's what uh, Whitlam said when he got dismissed. Oh, okay. Well, may we say, yeah, yeah. God save the Queen, because nothing will save the Governor General. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm good. I haven't. I, I did laundry this morning. Right. You might notice from my clean clothes. Yeah. Like weird bleach stained (laughs) laundry t-shirt that I've got on. All right, let's get straight into this then. Yeah. All right. So today we're going to talk about uh, matters of the mind. Mm. We're going to be talking about backmasking and subliminal messaging in film and television. So why don't we start with backmasking? Yeah. Yeah, I can can start with that. What did people find out? Well, not much, to be Mm -hmm. honest. I guess... I did kind of find the the first kind of encouragement for people to listen to stuff backwards. Yeah. Alistair Crowley. So this doesn't, you know, people like, are you crazy Christians? Yeah. Talking about playing records backwards. Yeah. And it's dial it back 50 years and there's Alistair Crowley writing, hey, Satanists. Yeah. Listen listen to to records backwards. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But that's kind of, I think it's slightly separate to what then happened in the, it was kind of the 80s. Mm -hmm. I think when it all really kicked off, bit of satanic panic. 
and people were worried about music containing backwards messaging. The Beatles, I think, were kind of pioneers using it as just kind of a bit of fun. Yeah, a bit of fun. Yeah. Sneaking some sneaky messages or some nonsensical messages. Yeah. And it is a bit of fun, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did enjoy finding musicians that had snuck in little things in there. Yeah. Uh, and, and quite a few have. Yeah. Who was it? Someone put in a thing with something that said, you're going to ruin the needle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple of those. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, the B 52s. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and the guy from uh, Devo, he yeah. does a lot of. I think they got accused of and he put some stuff in, but also he does a lot of commercial music. So he sneaks in little messages underneath jingles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's just cracking up when he's telling people about it. It's like, yeah, they didn't notice. It's great. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I remember seeing a documentary about it in high school about that, you know, Judas Priest case, which is the famous one where they were blamed or accused of um, – Causing two kids to shoot themselves, and that's kind of what kicked off the public debate about it all. Yeah, the whole do it, do it. Do yeah, it yeah. And I think, I mean, heavy metal was copying a lot of flack anyway, even for their forward-facing lyrics, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for being negative and satanic and kind of telling people to do things. Well, uh, ACDC were accused of having them on their in their album uh, "Highway to Hell," right? And Angus Young was like. It's the name of the album, Highway to the Hell. Like, <laughs> why would we put it in backwards? Uh, I also went through and had a look at just a lot of um, – like, it's still happening. People are going through Justin Bieber lyrics and uh, Beyonce lyrics and Rihanna lyrics. Uh, Dora the Explorer, if you play uh, the little um, – I think it's I think it's who you're saying, Dora the Explorer or, or Hello Dora or something. Yeah. You rewind it and it says, Hail Satan. It sounds pretty pretty How well. Did you get that out of Hello Dora backwards. Whatever, like maybe it's not that, but it's it's whatever she says at like the start of the show. Right, Hail Satan sounds really good too. Yeah, that's so actually a pretty good one. Yeah. I um I watched a video that was uh I can't remember the band that they did it with, but they oh it was Stairway to Heaven. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been part of that documentary. Yeah, yeah. Where they guy got the samples that were supposed to say "My Sweet Satan" or whatever backwards. Yeah. And he played it to three groups. One of them where he put what it's supposed to say on the screen, and they all were like, "Yeah, that's totally what it says." Mm-hmm. And then the next group, he put it and put other things that it could have said. Yeah. And it basically they were all like, "Yeah, that's exactly what it said." <laughs> and then he put it to some people with no words on the screen, and they were like. It just sounds like gibberish in some other language. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's quite funny as well. Like even with the just the nonsensical stuff that he put up there for the second group, they were like, "Oh, it was quite spooky." Yeah. So, well, yeah. who would put that in there intentionally? Yeah. Something about <laughs> cottage cheese or some yeah. random thing. I actually have um, a bit of Stairway to Heaven here. Mm. Uh, I've just got it. Um, I've got it forwards and backwards. This is actually from a uh, radio broadcast done by a guy called Michael Mills. <gasps> oh, not a, not surely not the guy that did our theme music, Michael Mills. No, I was no. going to say, when was he on radio? <laughs> this is like from back in the seventies. Mm. Uh, he's actually there's a really long sort of radio broadcast he did about satanic messages in rock music, mm. which our regular listeners may recognise snippets of from the intro to my uh, radio show. Mm. But uh, it's worth checking out. You can download it 
from WFMU, if you look up uh, Michael Mills, Satanic. So I thought I'd play you a few little samples and we can see if we can hear the messages. So here's forwards. There's a sign, there's a feeling I... So he does have that's if you reverse that he says there's a message right. So you do have to cut it up <laughs> quite significantly. Right, right. Have you got it backwards for I us? Do. Here we go. Oh yeah, totally. He goes. Is he talking about Hail Satan? Yeah. Which I just because I know that that's what he says. Yeah. That's what people claim. Could you guys pick out anything in there? No. Oh uh, no. All right, and now I do have it with him saying what they're saying. Mm-hmm. So here we go. They saying in human voices in reverse. Listen, we've been there. Mm. Then they sing in reverse now. Because I live. Serve me. There's no escape in it. Satan. If we. If we. Gotta live for Satan. Master Satan. Nah. The message that they have all together that they wanted you to hear in a subliminal way on the back or in reverse of Stairway to Heaven was this. Listen, we've been there. Because I live, serve me. There's no escape in it. Satan. If we got to live for Satan, Master Satan. Listen to it as they sing their message together. easier is it to hear that message when you've just been told what it is it's um it's also nonsensical yeah like, like it, even it, even that message doesn't make sense and yeah. that's not even they haven't done that just in it's not backwards from like just one bit of the song it's yeah yeah across the song they've, ma- they've managed to cobble that together so if they were going to do it they would come up with a more coherent message i imagine surely uh because they were talented you know songwriters yeah it was their job to write songs so they probably could have done a really good job of it. What I thought was funny, the the whole Judas Priest suicide thing was yes. they, <laughs> like Rob Halford when he was on trial was like, we have done that in songs yep. for a bit of fun, yeah, but not in this song that, you <laughs> <laughs> that you're actually blaming us for this for. And they were, it was Do It was repeated. Do It, song, yeah. yeah. But it was but, like an exhalation and a bit of drum noise or something that yeah. just kind of sounded weirdly backwards like that. Uh, and did the kids say that they... Yeah, they were like sitting around chanting it or something. Yeah. Do it, do it, do it. But, but they it was, were just getting sucked up to kill each other. Yeah. I don't think... It, I mean, if they were hearing that in the songs because they had read something mm. about play your records backwards and they were like, they're saying do it, that's kind of on them, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and also 
having a gun at hand to then shoot yourself. Yeah. Like that's a big leap from just hearing the word do it. There's a lot of problems inherent in that whole situation. Yeah. Uh, the guy lived. One of them lived. Yeah. Uh, and and had a, a pretty badly messed up face as yeah. a result. That was kind of the big the big one. Like mm. they Judas Priest and, and that's when it all sort of kicked off. And all the musicians sort of – it was kind of also a similar time when they uh, were doing parental explicit warnings yeah. on records. Kind of – The typical sim- – Yeah, yeah. Similar well, court cases and stuff. What I didn't I didn't know this in I think it was in Arkansas it must mm. have been uh, they passed a law where you would have to have a sticker on the records you know the typical thing you know may contain explicit lyrics or whatever or contains mm. explicit parental advisory yeah parental advisory they're going to have a parental advisory warning may contain backmasked messaging really yeah and it it got up and then it got to the governor's office governor uh, Bill Clinton oh. All right. Who Known Satanist knocked yeah. it back down. He's like, I don't want to in the future sometime release a smooth, bloody, awesome saxophone album and have to maybe put this on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ruin my sales. Yeah. The California bill that I don't think made it through, but was the, the wording of that even referenced the Antichrist. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, people were afraid enough that, that to make laws against it. Yeah, mm. could I play you another example? You sure can. So. Yeah. I've got one too. There were some people who were just, you know, mucking around. So here's one from ELO. It's coming. Now I want you to listen (laughs) to this music in Face the Music as it is played at its normal speed and as it is played in its normal sequence as it should be in the right direction. This is forwards. Yeah, this is forwards. So this is one they've put in for a bit of fun. We took that sound and we played it in reverse. And here's the message that we got. The music is reversible. But time... Music is reversible, but time is not. Turn back, turn back, turn back. What are they trying to tell us? Probably trying to tell you stop mucking around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're wasting your time. But also listening to it forwards, you can hear that there's something backwards. Yeah, yeah. The whole point of it is we are musicians in a studio for hours on end. We want to put something silly in our song. Mm. This is one that um, the Iron Maiden put at the front of one of their songs, which was... Um, Intentional. So they put that before one of their songs and then backwards. What said the thing with three bones? Good mel with thing, you won't understand. So, like, the drummer was like, okay, all these Christian groups are, like, saying we're Satanists and all this kind of shit. 
let's just put something dumb at the start of one of our songs. And he's like doing an impression of Idi Amin (laughs) (laughs) saying like something like, uh, don't meddle with things you don't understand or something like that. So it does actually have kind of a menacing tone to it, but like their intent was a bit mockery. (laughs) Also Iron Maiden, like it's not like they were hiding anything. No, well, this is yeah. this album come out after Number of the Beast, yeah. <laughs> which was like, yeah. Uh, did you guys find stuff outside of rock? I've just got what. Here's my last sample. Mm. This is from Kraftwerk. Do you know the song Robots? Mm, yeah. We are the robots. Yeah. So listen to this. It's for. We are the robots. We are the robots. All right, and backwards. Back and play it again. Bravo, don't bravo it up. Solid own. Well played. <laughs> 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 I've just been back last prank. <laughs> Played. Well oh, played. that was great. <laughs> You're going to leave a little bit of a celebration, celebratory. Oh, that was enough. So, sorry, what did you find outside of rock music? Oh, how can I come back from that? <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good example of it being in there for a bit of fun. Yep. Somehow Kraftwerk wanted to put a little bit of fun. Yeah. They were like, you know what, some dudes are going to be doing a podcast in a few years. No yeah. doubt some robo yeah. dude will be roboing it up. Here's the chain of events. Yeah. There'll be a wise question asker on the show. Oh, yeah. And roboing it up will become synonymous with being wise <laughs> and making interesting <laughs> insights. So I found you, yeah, Justin Bieber and Beyonce and stuff. Uh, it was all pretty much the same as, as what, you know, the rock stuff was. Satan's in there. Um, but like one of them I watched is about Beyonce and I'm not sure if it was parody or not, but the guy was like, she is letting us know that we're brainwashed and she's turning on the robots. If you reverse it, she, Mm. she touches her metallic hand and points at it and then pushes a button and then all the ladies behind her come to life and they push their buttons and then they all do a dance and 
there are words and phrases throughout that are, you know, Satan or whatever or we're brainwashed and the dance is also reflecting that. When they can't pick up any words, it just says chanting in another language. <laughs> so like right. <laughs> chanting another language, chanting another language, and then here's the message, and then she's chanting again. But that's Are they pretending that they're chanting in some demonic tongue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And to be honest, when it's reversed, it sounds vaguely Arabic, so I'm wondering if there's a, a little bit of racism in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just like watching it. And I, I, at first I thought they might have been taking the piss and then I realised they weren't. I did get trolled by a couple. Right. Uh, two Justin Bieber videos. And three just now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been getting owned by, by backmasking all weekend. <laughs> the Yeah, two of them trolled me where like they played it forward. Yeah. Justin Bieber and they played it backwards. which was just a different song. Yeah. Just right. like <laughs> a, a, a rap song. Yeah, um, but then in another one of the songs – he apparently says, uh, hell yeah, and excuse my language here, hell yeah, my niggas, we're going to bomb these banks, satanic new world order soon, bro. Bieber says that. Yep. Backwards. Yep. He doesn't actually say it and it's just what is being picked up by the right. person. I think that was from uh, either Baby or Sorry. Could you listen to it and hear any of that? Uh, I don't think so. primed to hear no, it? No, it, it was about on par with the Led Zeppelin ones. Yeah. It's interesting, with Alistair Crowley, Mm. Like he was saying to his followers, listen, like put your records on backwards so that you can sort of train your brain to think backwards. So you're not thinking in the normal square way or whatever they said before they invented the word square. Mm. So you're not thinking in the way that society is trained to think. Mm. Put it on backwards and see what that does to your noggin. Mm. Then the Beatles were like, oh, this stuff sounds great backwards. Let's mm. chalk it in the record. Wait, was that another recorded sample just then? <laughs> <laughs> but then when it gets to like the satanic panic, yeah, the panic isn't that um, there are – like I could understand if the panic was there are satanic messages that you can hear when you play it backwards mm. and they put them in backwards so that the kid can be listening to the record and the parents are like, oh, this is fine. They're just thinking about – you know, fucking Satan and <laughs> <that stuff. laughs> but, the, but the kid's like, well, when my parents are out of the room, I can just uh, start fucking up my stylus yeah. and I can hear the real message and that's how they're getting the propag- the satanic propaganda out there. Yeah. But that wasn't the, the thing. The conspiracy was that by having stuff backwards, you are somehow able to pick up on it when it's going forwards, Yeah, which so you just can't. No. Um, there was another guy called David Oates, and I can't remember. Especially when it's split up yeah. across an entire song. <laughs> yeah. And he was saying, like, if you reverse stuff, uh, even just speech, you'll pick up people's real intent. So people are subconsciously putting in what they want to tell you while um, speaking. And one of the examples was Neil Armstrong, One Small Step for Man. That quote, mm-hmm. if you reverse it, he says, Man will spacewalk. And that's like the true meaning. But it's like he was literally saying that and literally spacewalking at the time. Yeah. I sure didn't say, damn, this soundstage is hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's evidence that the moon landing did happen because we backmasked it. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's just how how do you think that's a valid theory when your example is just someone literally doing, doing what, that thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think – I going to go out on a limb and say it probably doesn't sound like that. Mm. Did you find an example of that? Oh, I did, but uh, I, again, it was tenuous. The other 
kind of funny, funny one that's Missy Elliott famously used it in Work It. Oh, yeah. I hated that song. Sorry? I hated that song. Oh, I love that song. It's a good song. Um, you would. Yeah. Mm. Well, I like Missy Elliott. Anyway, she says, take, put my thing down, flip it and reverse it and then it, that plays backwards. And it's obvious that she's doing it for effect because she literally says flip reverse it and reverse it. it. Yeah. But there was articles came around a couple of months ago, I think like mamamia.com or Huffington Post or something. Oh, yeah, where they just worked out the hidden yeah, and they're like, messages in one of the One of them was like... Beyond, uh, sorry, Missy's trolled us all these years. We found like the, the epic prank she did. And I was like, what? Everyone knew this was, that was the whole point of the sound. Mm. That just annoyed me. Wait, oh, was that what the, because there wasn't, there was another Missy Elliott work at thing as well mm. where maybe by the time it filtered down to Mamma Mia, they yeah. got them confused about what the story was. Yeah. I remember seeing something quite recently about Missy Elliott's work at where there's some wine in there where apparently like, it wasn't readily apparent to like white women. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It was that literal part. Oh, right. I read the article and I was like, no, that's that's that literal part. They were like, whoa, you can play it backwards. And it's, it's like, that's yeah, so weird. Yeah. Because what does it say backwards? Just the same, the same yeah. chorus line, right? I thought Mamma Mia was like outraged that years later they realized the song was like about anal sex or something. <laughs> that's what she's talking about, right? Uh, I don't think so. Flip it and. No. No? <laughs> no. Maybe that says more about me. Yeah. <laughs> also, the, I came across a guy that, well, apparently there's a few people, but one guy in particular that can say any word backwards. Right. And then you record it and play it back. Uh, did you guys come across this guy at all? No. No, but that's quite a skill because I uh, tried to do that for my prank. <laughs> <laughs> Until eventually I was like, wait, what if I just recorded it forwards and then reversed it? Yeah, just Missy Elliott, that shit. Yeah. <laughs> he is known as Backwards Dave, this, this particular one. And he was on Sunrise, uh, Triple J. He was a regular on Triple J for a while, it seems, and did Australia's Got Talent. But basically, yeah, they'd say, all right, why don't you try this word backwards? And he'd say it, say it backwards and then play it back. And it would sound like it. Right. I think he kind of tried to make a career out of it. And then I came across other people that were apparently good or, or better at it than him. And then there was right. a little bit of a like, who's the best at saying it backwards? It's quite a niche yeah. market. After I after he said like two or three words, my eye cab. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you would make a career out of that. Hey, Miss Elliot, don't worry about putting it backwards in yeah. your recording software. You know that little thing you do where you just hit a key and it flips it around. Yeah, forget that. I'll do it. Yeah, get me in. Uh, so yeah, that was kind of an aside. Obviously, there was no no conspiracy there. Just on that key thing, that was the other thing that was interesting about uh, the controversy over this over the years is that it takes off when records. Like when that becomes a thing, where you yeah. can play your records backwards, and then for like there's a big good fifteen years where no one gave a shit about it, yeah, because you couldn't reverse your CDs, yeah, and then as soon as music is digital and you could open up like the uh, audio player, whatever the sound record, sound record, no, before we know, you know sound net. recorder, oh uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, you could just reverse stuff in sound recorder, yeah, and once that came onto the scene, then it became a thing again, yeah, a lot of them they had to be reversed and slowed down as well. Mm. Or sped up or, or whatever. So it's a lot of work to, as you mentioned before, to like get these messages understood. The Beatles kind of used it around the whole Paul is dead thing, right? Yeah, they did a little bit of that. Did yeah. that was that them feeding that rumor themselves? Well, yeah, I think so. I think part of the first bit of it being part of the Paul is dead thing was a fan hearing 
Oh, like I a, buried him or something. Very Paul. Yeah. yeah. Or like, yeah, hearing something about that in one of the songs. Mm. And then at some point they're like, yeah, let's chuck some more in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, Little bloody pranks to Liverpoolians. Uh, what else are you going to do? You got all that time, you got a lot yeah. of drugs, a lot of recording equipment. Like, backwards is probably the first step. Yeah. Just like us. Yep. All this recording equipment, all the drugs. Yeah. Been a bit stingy on that front, but anyway. <laughs> All the back masking in this podcast over the last few episodes that no one's picked, no one's up, picked on up on yet. Yeah. Anything else about back masking? Oh, you know, like, I guess just a bit of fun. That's what I kind of caught out of it all. People want to be, uh, have some bad intent towards it. Let them. There are enough messages forward and rock that people could see as satanic. And and even like, irris- not irresponsible, but do you need more messages in songs to encourage kids to go fuck up their lives than like every pop song that's about just going out and getting drunk every night and like all that kind of like, – because that's basically what pop music is now. Yeah. Every song is about fucking hitting the bottle every night and partying and it's like you don't need to – like if kids are going to go do that and just fucking do themselves in. Jeez, sorry for partying. Full-throated defensive metal music here. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, metal's copped it enough over the years, hasn't it? Yeah, sure. There's like songs like "Suicide Solution" or whatever by Ozzy Osbourne, but <laughs> you know, Slayer's entire career is pretty, pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have whole rants about the content of popular music. And okay, this, yeah. I quite enjoy some of Justin Bieber's songs. What is he singing about, though? He's not singing about fucking popping bottles, is he? No, occasionally. Sorry, he's sorry, and he wants someone back. Yeah, popular one. Um, yeah, I've got to say, having both of you on Spotify is always an education. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Study in contrast. <laughs> um, just within ourselves or against each other? Against each other. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Do we um, – oh, sorry, one quick thing about Judas Priest. Have you guys ever watched Heavy Metal Parking Lot? It's a documentary. No. Oh, no. It's like a 15-minute documentary and basically someone just goes and hangs out in the parking lot before a Judas Priest concert and just chats to people sitting up and getting drunk beforehand. Yeah. It's so entertaining. Cool. I could watch it for hours, but it's only fifteen minutes. Yeah, highly recommend that. Watch so it, you like can watch it four times four in an hour. Times. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then you, I mean, then you can watch the concert cool. that that's from, and you have a pretty fun night. Shall we take a break? Sure, and then we'll come back. Oh, you've already taken a break. <coughs> no, I haven't. All right, we're still going. Shall we take a break and then come back with some real subliminal messages? So we've talked about uh, subliminal messages in audio and backmasking. Uh, we thought now we'd talk about some subliminal messages in video. With your peepers. Yeah. I've also got a little bit of advertising stuff. Can I put that in there as well? Yeah. yeah. Still still ads? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Do we want to... Make it visual subliminal messaging. All right. So do you guys know the start of this one? Well, didn't it start with the CIA being like, I wonder what... If we could actually make people change their behaviour, uh, I know. I think it was um, maybe it was concurrent, but that marketer guy, the guy that did the popcorn and Coke experiment mm. in 1957, David 
uh, wrote his name down. Can't remember it. Is that the movies, right? Yeah. So he, uh, the the story goes that he tried out a whole bunch of cinemas and they put you know buy popcorn or drink coke just before the conce- the halftime. Remember halftime in movies? Yeah. Mm. Uh, and people would go and buy more. And turns out that that he's completely completely fabricated. Yeah. yeah. That never happened. But, but that still gets sort of wheeled out as yeah a fact. And I always thought it was fact. The stats that yeah he just made the stats up right. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he even even did it. Right. People have. There have been studies since, obviously. Mm. So I think after that, then the CIA was like, well, well I wonder if we could do something with this. Mm. But uh, people have done studies about like flashing up Coke imagery, like testing whether it has any effect. Yeah. I think what they found was that uh, if you weren't thirsty, mm. uh, it wouldn't make you thirsty. But if you were thirsty, it might. It, I think it had like a statistically significant or not statistically insignificant effect on what brand you would then want. Sorry, it was James Vickery. Sorry, it wasn't David someone. Yeah, I think from what I found, all the studies say it kind of works in a way, like you're saying, like if you're already predisposed to something, it might make you statistically more likely to buy it, but it's not just going to sell everything. But it is banned in advertising. uh, So things that are like less than... Oh, think things that are below the threshold of perception yeah. are banned. Did you watch the media watch yeah, thing about yeah. the Logies? Yeah. The Arias rather? Yeah. Where they the consumer watchdog or the television regulatory people determined that two frames is no good. Yeah. But three frames is it's perfectly fine. Because you, <laughs> you can perceive it. So yeah. what did they the, do with the Arias? Well, the Arias really in 2010. Yep, great year for for the areas. When they would flash up like a transition from one person, like they'll go, okay, now we're going to go to the award for such and such. And it would go from the person saying that there'd be a little graphical transition to the title card saying the aria for best, whatever. Um, within that little transition, they would like flash up the Toyota Yaris logo <laughs> for like two frames. Different different logos for different, every award is sponsored yeah, by different Yeah, all the different sponsors. It was the sponsors for the arias. Right. And in that little to the thing, they would like have two frames of Toyota Yaris and then it would go on or and KFC or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, and it was actually like you watch it and you're like, oh, did mm. I? That's weird. Yeah. I thought I just saw the Oil of Olay logo there. And uh, a bunch like, of – sorry. When, when it cuts to the next bit, are they then like, and now the Oil of Olay award? No. No, no. no, no. Okay. They were just putting in the sponsor logos. Yeah, and then I flashes. think they'd have a smaller one at the top afterwards. Like, But, but it was a really weird – like it seemed like they were intentionally just trying to slip them in there without anyone really noticing. Uh, and there was another one, the Nintendo one. So oh. that was produced by Rove. Uh, Rove McManus is, what is it, Roving Productions. Mm. And also the Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader show that he produced. Mm. They used to do it on the, have all the prize money coming down the side of the screen, you know, 100000 50000 And then one of them would have like a little Nintendo ad when it flipped over for like three or four fl- frames, just the Nintendo DS and yeah. then changed to the money. Mm. So it's um, like twenty five thousand dollars, do a three sixty rotation, and on the other side, yes, then it comes back to the thing. The what are you up to, Rove? And that, but that one was deemed okay. Yeah, because it was more than two frames. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but they, was, they thought it was a bit sus because it was like a kids show, so they were advertising like a quite expensive at the time toy, subliminally, subliminally. Yeah, but then I didn't even notice when I was looking for it. Right. Like he said, oh, you know, the, the money or something. I'm like, well, where are we looking? Yeah. And then I, they played it back. I'm like, oh, it's, yeah. 
Because I had to, the, with the Arias, I had quite a few people complain about it. Yes. And they, I think Channel 10 originally thought, ah, it would be, it'd be nothing, don't worry about it. But then people complained to the, the TV watchdog folks and they were like, okay, well, we better investigate this. And it took them 10 months yeah. to come to a decision about whether or not it was okay or not. Yeah. And then they decided, no, so that's not okay. We're already, we're already putting together the transitions for the next Arias, yeah. guys. You need to let us know. So I think Channel 10 got a slap on the wrist over it. And kind of come out and said, okay, yeah, we acknowledge that that was probably not right. But the difference between two frames of something on screen and three frames of something on screen is fucking so not yeah. perceptible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys see, uh, read about the Wichita police? They had a serial killer on their hands. Yeah, I did read about that. BTK. Oh, right. Dennis Raider. Jeez. Straight in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bind, torture, kill. Yep. Yep. I noticed his Wikipedia page calls him the BTK killer. Yeah. Which is one of those ATM machine kind of yeah, scenarios. Yeah, you can take that up with him. Yeah. <laughs> no, the wiki, wiki page. I need to edit that. Well, he's the one that was going around calling himself the BTK killer. Oh, really? Or maybe the media came up with it. No, yeah. that has to be something he came up with. Yeah. Like if someone's going around binding, torturing and killing people, like it'd be pretty irresponsible newspaperman to be like, oh, yeah, let's call him the BTK killer. <laughs> no, that's got to be something he came up with. Well, he put it so the, the police put a little message in to I think the news broadcast or something that had called the chief and it had a picture, pair of, picture of a pair of glasses that was supposed to trigger his memory to another like one of the victim's glasses that looks a little which seemed weird to me. Like you'd use a photo or something, I guess. Yeah. But anyway. Well, I should have done is found out what music he listened to. Yeah. Got them to release a new record yeah. with some backwards messages in it. Uh, it didn't work. No. It's because they didn't do it in music, probably. No. Um, the, yeah, uh, so what, it just said call the chief and he was, they were supposed to make him call the police chief. Yeah. And the, it turned out that wasn't as effective as uh, just when – I think he sent them a letter saying uh, – the way they caught him was they sent him a letter saying uh, – he sent them a letter saying, oh, can you trace a floppy disk? Because he wanted to send them like more crazy letters. Mm. But I guess he was tired of printing them out. <laughs> or he'd seen there was something where they could like trace printers or something. He's like, can you see where a floppy disk has come from? And they were replying to him through like uh, classified ads. Mm. And they said, no, we can't trace that. <laughs> and he sent them a floppy disk and they like, just open up the Word document and like go to the author. <laughs> 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 uh, that's great. The earliest thing I ever remember seeing like that was the young ones. Yeah, they did a few things, didn't they? Yeah, that was kind of just making fun of subliminal advertising, which I guess was all the rage at the time. And I always just remember thinking, what the, what was that? There was like pictures of frogs jumping and yeah, stuff yeah. In, between, <laughs> in between scenes. And a, a lot of movies, have, and I guess a lot of the YouTube stuff that I found out about it, I'd say, you know, subliminal, it's used in a lot of things. And then they'd use examples like that or Fight Club. Right. And it's just like, they're not really, like they're not nefarious. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's really been proven to be used nefariously. I know um, Alex Jones would say otherwise. But he would say otherwise. Oh, I'll tell you what, there's some annoying top ten subliminal messaging videos because yes. yeah, they've got stuff like Fire Club. It's like, yeah, but that's intentional, and they do leave it up long enough for you to notice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a few that I think are really hard to notice, but that's all part of the joke. Yeah, but there was um oh there was one where they're like, they're like the top ten subliminal messages in movies, but then they're like uh, in uh, the Matrix, it's like uh, Neo's Jesus Christ. It's like well, that's just the 
It's a theory. It's just a theme. Yeah. Of the <laughs> yeah. 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 Not subliminal as such. I was kind of disappointed. I wanted when I learned that the original experiment was a hoax, and then I kind of wanted more. But there's really not anything ever been proved. Did you guys see the uh, like national anth- U.S. national anthem sort of end of day? No. Thing. So you know when the television broadcast finishes at the end of the day. Mm. Oh, well, is, back when it used to. This is going to throw our millennial listeners for a loop. <laughs> so back in the day, they used to like stop broadcasting television at some point. Yeah. Like what, at like 11 o'clock at night yeah. or something? Yeah. Just finish. Time yeah. for bed. Sucked in if you work night shift. Yeah. Yeah. Down the factory. Thought, you, you thought you'd come home and watch some infomercials. No, that's not for a few decades yet. Uh, so they used to end the broadcast with the national anthem. And so someone a few years ago, I think maybe 2009, put up this video uh, where they're like, oh, I just, um, they're like, I'm one of these people that goes through old footage and uploads it for, you know, archival purposes. Mm. You know, just a hobbyist mm. was the sort of idea behind it. They put this video up and I think it didn't get noticed for a little while. But uh, it had across the bottom of the screen the um like the words are going across, so it's like, oh, so may we see blah blah blah. Man, you bombed that out first first up, didn't you? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> do you want to have another crack at it? Oh, say may we? Oh, how does it go? Salty, <laughs> <laughs> if you're throwing shade on his uh, American anthem <laughs> singing, what do you got? I say, can we see? Oh, so can we see? <laughs> so, so. so. All right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, whatever. Had the lyrics. It had the lyrics going across and it like wiping across the screen. And so each new lyric comes across and it wipes across. But as it wiped, there were other words behind the lyrics. Mm. And it was like, obey government, obey God. Stuff like that. Could you see it? Uh, in normal time like would you pick it up if you you could you had to be watching for it yeah if you're just watching it you're like you don't really notice it Mm. if you're really closely watching that bit you see that there's something going on and then if you keep watching you can sort of you can pick it up yeah yeah that doesn't seem too far away from having the national anthem you know what i mean like that seems in line with that rhetoric anyway like if they just had it up obey government obey god but yeah, it's just what Americans are like. There were mm. a few weird messages in there as well, though. There was a, at one point it says "by Ultra," oh. by Naomi, and so people think that's a reference to MK Ultra. Yep. And apparently there was also some sort of CIA project Naomi, right? A similar sort of thing. Now the thing is, at the time this is supposed to have gone to air, those were top secret. Yes. And like they were, it wasn't even a thing where you'd be trying to subliminally put them yeah. into the general public's mind. And you also wouldn't like. Put a byline to it. Yeah. You, you stamp your, your department name on it. It's like you're you know, doing a – inciting a riot and then go running away like, CIA did this. We're CIA. <laughs> so <laughs> people say it's a hoax. Yeah. Especially because of that. Mm. Also the name of the um, the YouTube channel that originally uploaded it was like Naomi 1969. Okay. 1969. So – but when they uploaded it, they've made it look – the way they've presented it mm. is that, oh, this is just something I found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, What do you think about it? The thing is, I was watching this video about it and they're like, oh, well, we found – people reckon they found the original 
footage, mm. like the original closing thing, but the um, this new one has more. It's like it's a, a sky skyline, so you can see the city in the background. Mm. The version with the weird shit in it has a wider field of view, slightly wider field of view than the oh. other version. So you couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what they had in New Zealand when it was closed down time? What did you have? It's a good night Kiwi. Little Kiwi that, that ran the, the TV station who'd go to bed with us and turn everything off and cuddle up in bed. They had a similar thing on uh, in South Australia on GTS BKN, Central Television. But it was at like bedtime for kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like seven o'clock, the TV mascot dude who's a bilby would like get into bed. And for a long time, it was actually Fat Cat. What's Fat Cat? You remember Fat Cat? You wouldn't have been here for Fat Cat. You remember Fat Cat, right? I don't remember Fat Cat. We had a prime possum. <laughs> right. Well, but you remember Fat Cat, the character? It was oh, like a kids TV show called Fat Cat. Not really. No? This could be a generation gap. Christ. Yeah. I remember Top Cat. Fat Cat was just like a big dude in a cat suit who had a vest on and suspiciously no pants. Wait. Much like Humphrey B. Bear. Yeah. This is Humphrey B. Bear. But it used to be Fat Cat would go to bed. And the funny thing about the Fat Cat suit and the Bilby suit is that it had these big plastic eyes that didn't actually close. Oh, so it would have to, it would get into bed and then put its hands over its eyes. <laughs> well, <laughs> what a daughter thing. My cat does that. If the lights are on and he was trying to sleep, he'll put his hands over his eyes. Right. But that's just because it's got quite thin eyelids, right? Yeah, he's annoyed that I'm up. No eyelids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, that was during the night. That wasn't at the end of the night. I think I think TV when I was a kid used to just end. There might have been a little title card with the maybe it was our anthem. Yeah, it could be. Could have been. Hmm. How's that one go? <laughs> Fuck up. Uh, I, could, I know anthems. Oh, say can you see as well? I think I might have said oh, say can we see? Yeah. I think we just all totally like <laughs> fucked I that up because I don't think yeah. I know anything. How does the New Zealand anthem go? Um, God of Nations at thy feet, but it's not a very good one. Right? Do oh. they have one that's in Maori? Yeah. Yep. I don't know that one. I mean, I I know the sounds, yeah. but I couldn't tell you the, the actual means, words. Yeah. 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 Print ads was the other one I found some some fun things in. In the eighties, there seemed to be a lot of like ice cubes with the word sex in them. Yep. Uh, the word sex is actually in a lot. Mm. It was like a Playboy ad, right? That was on the back of Playboy magazines for years. So yeah, just an yeah. empty glass of ice with like Johnny Walker in underneath it. Yeah. And I think one of them, some of them had like faces, like demonic faces they saw. Yeah. So that's just a reflection, dude. Yeah. Uh, and then, but the word sex was used a lot. There was um, Benson and, no, Marlborough. They had like an ad of two guys riding a horse. and oh, behind Through the them, mountains? Yeah. And yeah. behind them was some rocks. And allegedly, like one of the rocks looked like a big penis, and they some some people took it out, took the photoshopped or whatever you did back then, yeah. manipulated the, the penis out, and then they tried they tested the ad again. Yeah, and I think it was more successful with the penis. Yeah, they measured people's brain waves or something when they looked at the ad with the hidden big hard on in the rocks, yeah, yeah. and then when it was just rocks and people's brains triggered off more. Yeah, with the one with the dick in it. There. Are, there seemed to be a lot of penises and things. Yeah. Dick so, cells. Yeah. And like some were implied, like in terms of like that, where mm. you, look, it could be either way. Yeah. Uh, but others, there's one in Australia which was uh, in a Coke bottle, uh, an ice in a Coke bottle. Ice is used a lot in these ones. Yeah. But um, 
it was someone giving a blowjob. Yeah, I remember seeing and that. And the artist like was found and you know he did it and got fired. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that was subliminal advertising. That was just it's the artist being prank. pranking him, yeah. Like the isn't there like supposed to be a Nazi painted somewhere in Disneyland? Yeah. In one of the murals? Yeah, right. Someone was like, Yeah, let's cop this. Oh, there's a few like in in one of the I can't remember which one it was, uh, one about rodents from ages ago. Uh, they're going past some windows like on a train. Oh yeah, it's from the the that Disney movie. Disney's full of dicks and yeah, yeah, yeah. sex jokes. Yeah, what is it called? I was just watching a video about this before. Yeah, it's like The Adventurers or yeah. one of those kind so of things. D, I think, whatever it is. Yeah, there's rats, um, yeah. little rats go on an adventure. Yeah, they're, then, they're flying past, they're flying on the back of a bird. Ah, uh, yeah. And they go past an open window, but someone at Disney's like, <laughs> yeah, I'll just <laughs> whack a topless woman in this window. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a photo as well. It's yeah, not yeah. like a drawing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but they had to recall like hundreds of thousands of videos or at least put out a notice saying it was recalled. Yeah, right. And so Disney, a lot of those they've removed. So, you know, the famous sex, the word sex in Lion King mm. in the sky. So they removed all that stuff from future, like from the DVDs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Although that was supposed to be SFX. Yeah. And like the guys that put in their cop to that, they're like, well, we put in SFX because we're the special FX guys. Yeah. It's a bit of a lame message to put in the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, but so is putting the word sex in. This is what I was thinking when I was seeing all of it because it's like top 10 Disney things that you never realised were there. Yeah. And I'm watching stuff like that and some of the other ones and it's like if you – the idea of having sex in the sky is that it's supposed to like encourage children to be sexual. Yeah. But – Who's going to see the words, even if they see the word sex flash up, mm. who's going to see that and be like, well, time for an early sexual awakening. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alex Jones has a theory on this. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, his theory is that seeing words like sex and fuckers, fuck is in a few of them, and, and seeing a penis will, will make you more primal. Oh, you'll be primed and you, right. you trigger something in the back of your brain. So that makes you more controllable and more open to right. things somehow. And he, sorry, there you go. Oh, and he, um, he also used an example of um, it was an ad for Sharpie. It was like, can you imagine a world with no messages? And in part of that ad, like it was kind of you know this blank stuff and people protesting with nothing on it. And then someone had a sign saying, "Stop protesting." Yeah. And he thought that was an example of like. See, look, they're trying to tell us to stop protesting. But I just think the copy for the ad got a little bit confused during the campaign. Yeah. And, like, the message wasn't really clear mm. what, what they wanted to say. So it was just a bad ad. Yeah. That whole primal thing. I remember seeing a uh, reading something once years ago. Couldn't tell you where I read it. Couldn't tell you if I was reading something that was parody or not. But it was saying that men's eyeball uh, pupils dilate a certain percentage bigger when they see a picture of a naked woman or a shark, <laughs> right. those two things, and it's like, it's, it's like naked woman, yeah, yeah. shark, ah, like it's like <laughs> that fight or flight thing. That's pretty cool. Fuck or flight. But yeah, I mean, even with the, like that sex thing, but even with your bay thing, yeah. Like if you saw if you got subliminally implanted the message obey something, hmm. is that going to make you obey anything? I don't think so. Even if someone just told me to obey something, I'd be like, "What? No. Why are you using the word obey?" Well, the, the reason is if you don't notice it, then it's more likely to seep into your subconscious. Yeah. Um, subliminal. Subliminal. Yeah. 
that's uh so I watched uh, that documentary, Programming the Nation. Did you guys watch that one? Oh, there's bits and pieces of it. And that kind of covers a lot of topics. Uh, it wasn't a great documentary, but it covered a lot of things. But the guy, I can't remember if it was the maker of this documentary or someone else, uh, he got sent top secret advertising training documents yeah. that like laid out exactly what they're doing and, and all that. But it was clearly someone trolling. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was like – all the examples we've mentioned laid out. It's like, yeah, we put the word sex in things because it's, it's like, no, someone's fucking with you. Yeah. But the worst person was using it as massive evidence. Um, and then the, the guy that made the documentary was trying to do the Michael Moore thing where he goes up to an advertising executive, like, why do you do this? And the exact advertising executive uh, agreed to see him and just called him into the office and just said, stop doing this, like, stop annoying me. Yeah. He just turned up at, my, at the workplace unannounced and tried to get an interview. Just leave me alone. And the guy's like, why would he Why would he call me up to tell me that? because he <laughs> just wants to belittle you. Yeah. He's, just, he's putting his dick out on the table. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but the, it's like even he would, even if they were doing this at this ad agency, as if he would have any idea about any of it, it's like that's not his job. Yeah. Uh, and... Alex Jones also said he knows that, you know, he's, he's worked in the industry and he knows that they're, they're doing it. And, but all, all the actual evidence is just advertising. Like, they're, they're advertising to us. It's their job to sell things. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, like, all of the, the movie, the stuff in movies where it's not obviously put in there, hmm. it's all bullshit. Hmm. Like, the CIA putting a secret message in a movie, especially nowadays, like... It, People would be pulling those things apart frame by frame yeah. and finding them. Yeah. And then it's like, well, why did you put this in here? Oh, next minute anonymous hacks their email server. They find the email from the CIA. Yeah. It's all over. Yeah. <laughs> as, but as if advertisers and marketers aren't doing it all the time. Although maybe not as much as crazy people yeah. think. <laughs> I remember there was a YouTube video that I watched like 10 years ago or – Eight years ago. Okay. I was going to check that one. So. I want to go before the start of YouTube. There's was, <laughs> was this guy that used to comment on this blog I read all the time with these crazy things, but he put out this video where it's just him walking up to a bus stop in Melbourne somewhere and it had like a Red Rock deli chips mm. uh, add on it. I think it was for like the um the sour cream, sweet chilli and sour cream one. He's like, oh, they couldn't make it any more obvious, could they? <laughs> It's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's like a couple of these guys are going on about, oh, they're trying to make you buy things. You know when like you'll see someone in a movie drinking a drink and it'll be Pepsi? Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, probably because Pepsi paid them shitloads of money yeah. to be in the movie. That, that, <laughs> that's that advertising. It's no secret that that's Yeah, that's not subliminal. That's like product the, placement. A lot of the also um, ones I saw was ads that were supposed to look sexual and it's clearly it was designed that way and people would like – you know, enhance it and like, see, it looks sexual. It's like, yeah, that's that's how this ad has been designed. <laughs> this isn't subliminal. Is that like the one with the chick with the ants? I haven't seen the ants. Oh, that, was, <laughs> that was blatantly sexual. I don't it? think that was subliminal. That was just liminal. <laughs> Super liminal. What's the ants one? The, it was an ad for undies. Bond undies or, or something. something. And there was a chick laying on the bed and she was all hot and sweaty. And there was like all these ants in the bed. And for some reason she had an echidna on the bed and she's like, and all the ants are somehow around 
her nether regions and she's like, sick em, Rex. It's weird. That was to sell Bond undies or something. Right. Yeah. I'm guessing well, that didn't last long on TV. Oh, yeah, I think it got pretty much torn to shreds. Yeah. <laughs> the I saw one uh, of a lady who reckon, she was trying to take a selfie with her mobile phone, mm. a new mobile phone, one of those little flip phones. And then in the background of the photo when she looked at it, the word kill was on the TV. Yeah. And she doesn't know how it was got there, how it got there. But then she like said, oh, I, I don't even know, I can't get it off the phone, so it hasn't de- hasn't been altered. Like yeah. I ha- can't, you know I, don't know, I don't know how to do it, like basically she was saying. It's stuck on the phone, this phone, my plan isn't connected to the internet. And it was really weird. Um, it was just the word kill. And, I, and they, they, this person interviewed her for about 10 minutes about it. Right. You don't remember what was on the TV? Were they talking about skills maybe? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then people were like, you know, she said she didn't doctor it, but she, the easiest thing would be to plug something into the TV and flash that word up there if you're going to do it. Yeah, but still, why bother? Yeah, yeah. Why bother? <laughs> why bother putting something on a TV at the exact second she was taking a selfie? Yeah. If you're some sort of nefarious agent, you do it when she's looking at the TV. Mm. Uh, Ant, ants pants by uh, Holeproof. That makes sense. <laughs> I saw there were st- studies have been done into whether like flashing sexy stuff up makes any difference. I think mm. they did a test where they would flash like some sort of sexualized image and then show someone doing some sort of regular task mm. like their dishes or whatever and then they would rate how people people would say oh whether they thought that person doing the task was a good person or you know how they felt about them. And the results were slightly more positive uh, for people who'd have like a, a sexual image mm. put up. They also, I think, they also put up like negative images, like a dead body or something. Mm. And so it'd be slightly more negative when it was a negative image before. They also found that the main thing that impacted the results was whether the person doing the task was attractive or not. <laughs> <laughs> From what I saw of studies, that was kind of always the the change was kind of slight. Mm-hmm. And like I saw one where they put words, subliminal words, positive and negative words and like they noticed people leaving the room left slower after the negative ones. Mm. I did see another study where they were like, oh, testing um, like uh, flow within a supermarket mm. depending on the tempo of the music being played. Yeah, yeah. Right. And they found that if they played slower music, people would spend, like would take longer mm. to do their shopping. Mm. But then whether that has any impact on how much you buy is the yeah. other question. Yeah, but I guess that's a whole combination of all the little ways to get people, you know, like discount signs, mm. slow people down. So, like, and I don't think anyone thinks that that is nefarious because you kind of just know that's what they do. It makes sense. I know uh, when I've been working in shops and put on fast punk rock music, you notice just people get stressed out. Yeah. People don't hang around. Put on some easy reggae, people are a little bit more chill. Chill out, yeah. yeah. If I go to Coles or Woolworths, yeah. there's a bit of bloody buble on. I saunter around that place, <laughs> take my time. My local supermarket, Sims, uh, it was like an independent one, and they've since transitioned to becoming an IGA, and the music has dropped immensely because now they use IGA radio which is custom built whereas you go into Sims on a bloody Saturday morning and they'll be dropping deep cuts and hot jams yeah 
And man, like someone even made a Spotify playlist of Sims songs, <laughs> uh, like songs songs that we heard in Sims. You could and everyone could add it add to it. Uh, Coles have Coles Radio as well. Yeah, and they seem to do theme theme days. Right, I find going there it'll be all like eighties movie songs. <laughs> Although one day I went into Coles and the music was doing this weird thing where it was skipping. Yeah, right. And it kept jumping forward beats, like something was wrong with it. And yeah. I was just like, this is fucking really aggravating. <laughs> and when I got to the self-serve checkouts, no one else was saying anything. One of the chicks standing there was like, is this music fucked? <laughs> <laughs> and the other people there, the other staff were like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, no, it is. It's totally fucking yeah, yeah. cooked right now. And she's like, yeah, I thought it was. It's not just me, is it? I'm like, no, no, no. She's like, the funny thing is, I think that must be happening in every Coles. <laughs> It's all coming from the same place. Yeah, yeah, because it's a central radio. Thing. Yeah. Maybe they were doing that to test. Maybe. Maybe you're a bloody guinea pig. Maybe, or maybe I was just too woke to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't work on me. You've got the bloody they live glasses where everyone yeah. else is just... Yeah, me around. and that checkout chick. Yeah. I saw in that same study about the slow music, they also did a, like a bit of a study into just playing music at all in stores and they found that it was supposed to increase employee morale. Mm. It's like... Did you survey anyone who worked in a store yeah. when yeah. you did that? Because like maybe things are better now that they've got Coles Radio where you've actually got someone curating it. Yeah. But uh, when I worked in like a shop where they played music, it's the fucking most infuriating thing. That's, yeah. Especially around Christmas. You learn yeah. the loops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they'd just put a CD on. It'd just be the same CD playing all day. Oh, yeah. I worked in a Zone 3 laser tag place once. Yep. Sounds fun. Uh, it was fun until... Basically, we all got driven crazy by the Daytona theme. <laughs> Daytona. Yeah. <laughs> Daytona. Is and that, that would just come on randomly. Yeah. 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 But at least in the actual laser tag, was there, oh, was there sick EDM? You know what? I used to crank. I used to love when I'd be like, I'll look after this game. I'd go put on bloody Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds. Yes. <laughs> go into the maze. Oh, this is fucked up. It was awesome. So you were manipulating with your music choices. Yeah. Good work. I, if I was going in the maze to look after some games, I was putting on some shit that I like to listen to. <laughs> How disturbing would that be yeah. in the dark? You got a, you're in a dark, bloody post-apocalyptic themed maze yeah. going on with fucking Martians everywhere. So what, I finally got to the end of War of the World, yeah. Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds the other day. I've never listened to the whole thing through. Right. Because I, I had it on a record. So I'd go to sleep listening to side one. Yeah. So I never got around to side two. Like and that artilleryman, his uh, ambitions far outweighed his abilities, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, Anyway. He wanted them all to go under, underground. I haven't seen it. Just I haven't listened to it. Just so. a bit of War of the Worlds chat. Um, Melbourne. <laughs> did you guys see the um, the George Bush ad, the Al Gore one? So it was an ad saying um, during the campaign and it had uh, Al Gore, something about bureaucrats. And then as the word transitioned, it ended up with rats in the centre of the screen in oh, big for like a second. I read about it, yeah. And that was criticised for being subliminally calling his uh, opponents rats, which I think whoever made the A clearly did that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, George Bush, when he was asked about it, he can't pronounce subliminal. He kept, yep. he kept saying subliminable. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Yeah. Although I think probably um, all of us have mispronounced it at some point during this podcast. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I have. Subliminal. 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 There you go. He did it multiple times. Right. Subliminal. He also um, started some horrible wars 
in the Middle East. So so that's <laughs> two counts against yep. him. So if he does one more bad thing. Yeah, he's out. Uh, anything else on subliminable messages? Uh, no, I mean, I, hidden, like, uh, I kind of forayed off to like hidden messages in stuff and the big one that was just like the shining and all the hidden fake moon landing yeah. messages in that. But it's not really subliminal in that it was below the threshold of human uh, you know, perception. I just thought that was interesting. Because I don't remember us talking about that on our moon landing one. Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah. Oh, I, not, I think we talked about it on the one that got lost. Oh, okay. Ah, lost episode. Lost episode. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. All you listeners, bloody missed, missed out, out on that yeah. one. Cam, did you get anything else on? No, that's about it. I mean... Where do we land on subliminal messages? And I guess with the proviso that maybe MKUltra is its own thing that we need to look into... But I don't think that was more triggering people with audio things. And where where I landed, you know, backmasking, no, doesn't mm-hmm. do anything. Subliminal messaging can have an effect. Like mm. when they've done tests where they've like wired people's brains up, mm. like, all right, they react differently when something happens, when mm. they see something that's just on the edge of perception. But like it still has passed through their brain. Just yeah. yeah. Not it, on the level. It, I was disappointed to find out the original study that into this stop made you know subliminal advertising banned around the world mm. didn't exist. Yeah. So there's not really like the evidence is actually kind of more nuanced than people just will buy shit if you say buy shit. Mm. Like they need to be predisposed already. It needs to be a combination of factors that then might influence them. But it also seems like it seems like there's actual declassified files out there that show that the CIA was like, yeah, let's tr- try it out. Mm. Uh, but I think they just found that it probably didn't work that, uh, that well. Mm. or And also, like I said, it wouldn't be worth, like you'd just expose yourself immediately if you tried it today. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, there's so there's so much hidden stuff in marketing that I'm sure some of this is vaguely related to it. Mm. But uh, like, like we saw with uh, Cambridge Analytica, why go subliminal for everyone mm. when you can just... De- t- directly target everyone yeah. uh, individually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, slightly disappointed by it all. Yeah. Bit of fun. Yeah. Anything else? Any housekeeping? I don't think so. I haven't really checked in on all our usual YouTube suspects lately. Yeah. they. The update is not much mm. that I've seen. Wait, didn't uh, Sidethorn do something? Oh, he's done a couple of videos where he's tried to prove how much he's worth. That's right. To, cause he, he's the one that offers the rewards for everything. Yeah, because he's got all this money in silver. Yeah, and another one he so he posted, um, he was at the Headliners, which is a Austin, it's like a private club for, for supposed to be for journalists or upper upper level journalists. But and he claims I, he's a journalist. Yeah, but I think anyone can pay. It's like $15,000, then $1,000 a month. So it's not crazy expensive, but he's up, he's up in this club. He's not actually eating there. He's just kind of walking around. It's empty. And the staff kind of just wandering past, you know, cleaning up or whatever. And he's like, see, Michael Resnicki, you, when you get to be as wealthy as me, this is the kind of place you get into. This is the headliners club. And it's just like, it looks like a tired old right. place for buffet lunches for rich, yeah. old, stuffy people. Yeah. It doesn't look particularly fancy, but he's just like, this is the elite. You know, one day you could get here. All you need to do is just accept. Right. And then, like... Could he potentially just be working there? I think he's just kind of wandered in. Right. And asked if he can film or whatever. Yeah. Because 
he's not. It's not like he's sitting there eating lunch, mm. and it's easy enough to do. But like, it's such a pissy little thing to like show off. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure, it's not a cheap thing to do, but it's not like you're fucking rolling in gold bullion or anything, or silver bullion. He's not taking selfies from the bloody out in the forest, burning owls with all those bloody yeah. dudes. Yeah, whatever that club was called. Bohemian Grove. That's the one. Although I did notice on Twitter this week that uh, we were being quoted. Yeah, yeah that was great. Hashtag hypothequote. Yeah. Encourage anyone to quote us. Wow. Especially the ones where <laughs> Robbo was getting owned. That, oh, well, that guy's not. S- some good material for you this week. Yeah. That, that guy's not listening anymore because I told him to stop listening. He's blocked from listening. So uh, I think he might still be listening. So Jack I, Reynolds, not listening. Jake. So I, I Jake un- Reynolds, sorry. Go jump in a lake. I unblocked him. Oh, no, I've blocked him from I've un- everything. I've unblocked him from listening. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put little subliminal messages in this for Jake. Don't listen, Jake. Keep quoting, Jake. Don't yeah. listen. Don't put in subliminal messages telling him to stop listening. No. What happens if everyone starts listening to that? No, I'm going to direct it to Jake. Uh, Jake, my friend that also listens, you can listen. I'll make sure to... You can't differentiate, mate. You can't Jake Renfrew, but <laughs> couldn't get that word out. I was trying for something. Cut that. If people want to hi- hi- do a hypothesis quote, who do they tag in? Uh, at Hypothopod on Twitter. Cool. You can find me at Al over time everywhere. At Saltmarsh on Twitter, Andrew Saltmarsh Illustration on the Facebook. And at Sexenheimer on the Twitter and gather around me on Facebook and iTunes. And you can also check us out on iTunes Leave us a review and a rating if you feel like it. Mm. And feel free to like our posts on Facebook at the Hypothetical Institute. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.